Good day and welcome to another edition of Life in the Fast Lane. I am your host, Michael Grant, and it's good to have you along with me as we continue again on the subject of um, really what um, leadership is all about. And, you know, we've been dealing with character and uh, and what character is and charisma and drawing charisma out of you and out of me and how that all relates to character and the, the leader of a person. And uh, I think it's important for us to understand that becoming the person that others want to follow um, involves those very critical issues. And today, what I want to do is I want to focus on one very important aspect of leadership. But before I go there, I think it's important for us to understand what's going on in our world because... You know, as we we hone in on this subject of leadership, um, man, there's a lot of things going on in our world. And that's why this podcast is so important uh, to you and to me and to others. And so I encourage you to, um, to really share this podcast with your friends and your family. And you can do that on many different platforms, on Facebook, on Twitter, on, you know, on different platforms that you have and just get the word out. Would you do that for me? Just do it uh, after it's finished, after you hear it, just share it with all your friends and your family. And please make sure and, and let me know what your comments are, that you're, you really enjoy the programs and that you're liking what you hear and maybe give me some suggestions of other programs that you'd like to hear, what you want to hear. And you can do that by emailing me at PM and PK. That's PMANDPK2014 at gmail.com. And just let me know uh, how you're enjoying the programs, what you're enjoying, and uh, if there's something else that you want to hear. And I will. Be careful to respond and hear what you're saying. And uh, I'm constantly trying to come up with new subject material. And I'm right now focusing in a couple of different directions. I want to have some interviews coming, uh, upcoming, and so on. And so there are different ideas that I've got going on. So I want to let you know that this is a very important podcast in this regard because leadership is one of the most important areas in our lives today. It it influences every area of life, both with parents, with teens, with teachers. Um, it, It goes into every area of life. And so that's why I think it's important that you you share this podcast, this broadcast with others. And I appreciate it so very much. But I'm glad you're here with me. And that's enough of that. So let's go on. And today I want to deal with the subject 
of communication and the fact that without it, you travel alone. And so um, this one particular individual um, said this about communication, and uh, I thought it was good. He said, developing excellent communication skills is absolutely essential to effective leadership. The leader must be able to share knowledge and ideas to transmit a sense of urgency and enthusiasm to others. If a leader can't get a message across clearly and motivate others to act on it, then having a message doesn't even matter. That's so very good. And that's where we want to go and that's what we want to deal with and John Maxwell who's one of the most uh, effective and positive communicators today said educators take something simple and make it complicated communicators take something complicated and make it simple (laughs) I thought that was good so um I want to um, I want to share with you first off about um, several different um, American presidents. Now I share this because I'm an American, and uh, now I live up here in Canada, and I I know that that uh, in many ways I've been up here many years. Uh, I moved up here when I was in my early twenties. And uh, it was because I, I went to school, to, uh, to college, and, uh, and then I got married and had children, and my kids now all are, they have dual citizenship, and I'm a landed immigrant. And so we become really, in many ways, Canadians more than Americans because we've been up here so long. But we still have that American draw about us because my family is all down there and so we've gone down there for holidays and different things and so we have that American flavor about us as well. So uh, a lot of my history is down there because the early part of my upbringing is all American history. So um, I wanted to bring some American history to the table to help illustrate what I'm about to say about communication for us today. And do it this way, that many American presidents have had an impact in the country of the United States as great communicators. People like John F. Kennedy, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, and Abraham Lincoln. All of those come to mind as I think about them. Maybe you've heard of them before and possibly you've done some research on them and and, uh, and have even heard of their names. But one president stands out among all the rest and he's my personal favorite and I'm sure you've heard of him before. If you haven't, you may have done, again, some research on him or have uh, at least seen a picture of him. And his name is Ronald Reagan. And he was called the great 
communicator. And I want to tell you why he was called that. But you'll have to hear a little bit of his history first in order for me to do that. I'm going to build a little bit first and then I'll share why here in just a moment. Um, Flashes of Reagan's talent for communication revealed themselves early in his career as he started out in radio. In his early 20s, Reagan quickly became one of the best-known announcers in the Midwest. But throughout his career, Reagan displayed an uncommon ability to connect and communicate with people, not only in radio in his early years, but throughout his career. He displayed this uncommon ability to connect and communicate with people. Nowhere was this more evident than during his time leading up to and in the White House. While announcing his run for presidency in 1980, he cast the vision for his campaign clearly and simply saying, and I quote, at the heart of our message should be five simple, familiar words. No big economic theories, no sermons on political philosophy, just five short words. Family, work, neighborhood, freedom, peace. Unquote. That was it. That's all he ran on. During his campaign, Reagan successfully debated incumbent Jimmy Carter. The former California governor came across as a relaxed, likable, competent, middle American. He won easily. Afterward, when asked if he had been nervous debating the president, Reagan answered, No, not at all. I've been on the same stage with John Wayne. (laughs) Whether he was speaking to a group, looking into a camera, or connecting with someone one-on-one, Reagan was able to communicate with maximum effectiveness. Even when he was shot and was being wheeled into the operating room, his goal was to put others at ease. He would communicate with surgeons by saying, please assure me that you are all Republicans. Or his wife, he he said, honey, I forgot to duck. <laughs> you know, that type of thing. That was the way he communicated. He always was trying to put people at ease. Reagan was a good executive because he possessed a clear vision made decisions easily, and delegated very effectively. But he was a great leader because of his uncanny ability to communicate. When it came to leading the country, people knew who he was, where he stood, and what he wanted. And they couldn't wait to get on board with him. Communication made him the kind of leader that people wanted to follow. So, 
when we think of all this, even if you don't, like me, have your sights on leading a country, you still need to possess the ability to communicate, my friend. The success of your marriage, your job, your personal relationships depend greatly on it. People will not follow you if they don't know what you want or where you are going. So I want to share with you how to be a more effective communicator by following these four basic truths. Number one, are you ready? Good. Simplify your message. Communication is not just what you say, it's also how you say it. Contrary to what some educators teach, the key to effective communication is simplicity. Forget about impressing people with big words or complex sentences. If you want to connect with people, keep it simple. Napoleon Bonaparte used to tell his secretaries, quote, be clear, be clear, be clear, unquote. A story about a junior executive gives a blueprint for effective communication. The young man was invited to speak to a large group for the first time, so he approached his mentor for advice about giving a good speech. The older man said, write an exciting opening that will grab everybody in your audience. Then you write a dramatic summary and closing that will make the people want to act. Then put them as close together as possible. I think that's excellent. And you should follow that as clearly as possible. Number two, see the person. Effective communicators focus on the person with whom they're communicating. They know it is impossible to effectively communicate to an audience without knowing something about them. As you communicate with others, whether individuals or groups, ask yourself these questions. Who's my audience? What are their questions? What needs to be accomplished? And how much time do I have? If you want to become a better communicator, become audience-oriented. People believe in great communicators because great communicators believe in people. Number three, show the truth. Credibility precedes great communication. There are two ways to convey credibility to your audience. First, believe in what you say. Ordinary people become extraordinary communicators when they're fired up with conviction. Field Marshal Ferdinand Falk 
observed the most powerful weapon on earth is the human soul on fire. Second, live what you say. There is no greater communication than this, my friend. Credibility than conviction in action. Let me say it again. There is no greater credibility than conviction in action. Number four, seek a response. As you communicate, never forget that the goal of all communication is action. If you dump a bunch of information on people, you're not communicating. Every time you speak to people, give them something to feel, something to remember, and something to do. If you're successful in doing that, your ability to lead others will go to a whole new level. The president of MVM Incorporated spoke to some group of people and said this, a leader must get things done through others. Therefore, the leader must have the ability to inspire and motivate, guide and direct and listen. It's it's only through communication that the leader is able to cause others to internalize his or her vision and implement it. How do you rate your ability to communicate to others, my friend? Is communication a priority to you? Can you inspire and motivate people? Do you express your vision in such a way that your people, the people around you are able to understand, internalize, and implement it? Let me ask you this. When we look at our country today with our prime minister who is, you know, under scrutiny now because of some of the uh, things happening in the military and, you know, what's going on with the sexual harassment uh, issues that are in some of his top leadership there, you know, and how he is trying to project such calmness, you know, as you see him on TV. He's trying to project this image of being in calm, total charge, everything's cool, you know. Do you think that's really what's happening? Or is, is that just a projection to reassure us that everything is, that he's got everything under control, you know? Same thing down in the United States. You know, we've come out of a one administration, we're going into another. The two are totally different than the other. The communication styles are totally different than the other one. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, look at things like that and begin to ask yourself, how do I communicate? What ways, in what ways do I project myself when I speak, when I show myself to others? Because remember, communication is not just verbal, 
It is also nonverbal. It's how people see you. You know, when you're standing in a room, are your hands, your arms folded while you're talking to somebody? Because that makes a statement. See what I mean? So, um, when you talk to people one-on-one, are you able to connect with them? How about with other groups? If you know in your heart that your vision is great, yet people still do not buy into it, your problem may be an inability to communicate effectively. So, let me bring it home. Let's bring it all home and let's gather around and and uh, let's find out how we can improve ourselves and become the champion that we are supposed to be. First of all, be clear as a bell. Examine a letter, a memo, or other items you've recently written. Are your sentences short and direct, or do they meander? Will your readers be able to grasp the words you've chosen, or will they have to scramble for a dictionary? Have you used the fewest words possible? To a communicator, your best friends are simplicity and clarity. Write your next piece of communication, keeping both in mind. Second, refocus your attention. During the next coming week, until we get back together, pay attention to your focus when you communicate. Is it on you, your material, or is it your audience? If it's not on people, you need to change it. Think about their needs, questions, their desires. Meet people where they are, and you will be a better communicator. Lastly, are there Is there any time more important than right now where you need to live your message? And by that I mean, are there any discrepancies between what you communicate and what you do? Talk to a few trustworthy people and ask them whether you are living your message. Your spouse, a mentor, a close friend, may be able to see things that you are blind to. Receive their comments without becoming defensive. And that's a hard one, believe me. Because I've asked my wife a time or two, you know, when I've written and I'm in the, in the middle of writing a book right now on prayer. And uh, I'm hoping to get it out by the middle of this year. But I, I've asked her comments, you know, what does this sound like? And she's been a good critique because I'm trying to follow what I'm telling you, especially by Be Clear as a Bell. 
you know, simplicity and clarity. And she's been a good critique. So ask, you know, seek these people out. So don't just, you know, talk about this. Live your message and receive the comments without becoming defensive. Don't be so, we live in a very defensive world. We really do. I mean, look at, at, at everything on social media and everything on television, in the news reports. Everything is so defensive. Let's try, you and me, to be not quite so, so defensive, especially with those we're close to. Then purpose after that to make changes in your life, to be more consistent. On April, I believe it was the 7th, 1865, then President Abraham Lincoln made a burdensome decision and he needed to communicate it to his general on the field. On it rested all his hopes and the entire weight of his leadership as president. Using all his considerable skill as a communicator, he wrote the following message. Lieutenant General Grant, General Sheridan says, if the thing is pressed, I think that Lee will surrender. Let the thing be pressed. A. Lincoln. The president didn't allow the importance of a piece of communication to complicate its simplicity. Neither should we. My friend, we are living in a world right now where we need to communicate in such simple and clear ways. Don't complicate it. Don't try and make it something bigger than what it is. I know um, that's the one great thing about Canadians is that we tend to be those kind of people. We're simple, we're down to earth, and we need to use that to our advantage. You need to use that to your advantage today. Communicate. Put it out there clearly and simply. Write the vision down. Make it clear so that others who see can run with it. And that's what I purpose to do with you on this podcast. And again, if you have comments, if you have suggestions, write me today, PM and PK, that's P-M-A-N-D-P-K 2014 at gmail.com. And let me know what you think, even about today's broadcast, today's program. Let me know what you think, because I'm interested in knowing what you think. I'm so glad you've joined me today. I'm so glad you've been a part of today's program. I've so enjoyed this 
this life in the fast lane. I want to make sure that you're going down that narrow way and that you're making it and that you, in fact, are a champion because I believe you are. And I'm going to help you get to that place. And we together are going to see and we're going to make a difference in our world. So thank you for joining me today. And we will meet each other again very soon. And so until then, I say bye-bye.